You're listening to the Two Dumb Yinzers. morning good morning good morning yeah everybody welcome welcome back to the show this is episode 425 how are you guys doing today i'm all right derpy are you there um yeah okay i didn't think he was there i was talking to him for like 10 minutes before the show come on and is derpy's fire alarm on that's what everyone wants to know in the comments <laughs> like, i didn't notice it live but like i just saw comments going what the hell is that chirping all i'm hearing is, is that chirping. what today or was that yesterday yesterday derpy, oh, okay. derpy, the entire episode apparently it's a derp, derp. <laughs> yeah if it happens again derpy i am mm, you're banned you know what that's great actually no it's I not didn't... great I didn't know that was all going on over there. I, I, I did not pick it up. I didn't even notice it when I was like going back through some stuff. I just apparently I just tuned it out because I'm used to like, you know, coming anything coming from Derpy's side. I just kind of tune out. You know, what's wild, Mike, like I've been noticing it, you know, and it's um, you, you can't not with these headphones on because as soon as it, it chirps, like it's it's in mine, it's like so loud in my right ear. Uh-huh. And it's a wild somewhere. There, there it was. Did you see? Did you hear that? There it is. Derpy, you're <laughs> Just stay muted until called who, upon. Who was commenting on that? Uh Steeler Freak. Okay. Steeler Freak. Freak. Yeah, he's on top of his shit, unlike Derpy. All right. Hey, mm. uh, uh yeah, Mike. Derpy. The Raiders won. That means Derpy tied it up and it comes down to a coin toss today. And uh so we'll 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 let you we'll we'll let it sit on your mind for a while. We won't do it right away, we'll do it a little bit later, but mm-hmm. end the show with it. So that's the thing, Derpy. This is kind of pivotal for you because if you lose today, Mike goes up 3 0. Uh oh. But if you win, you pull back within within one. So this is a big coin toss. I'm going to win. I'm going undefeated. Hey. I'm not going to say a word. The Dolphins are watching, Mike. F them. F the Dolphins. F the 70 Dolphins. Uh, Steelers. 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 Signed fullback Jake Coletto. Jack Coletto to the practice squad. He's a versatile fullback. But they say they they signed the practice squad because he's, uh, he, he's versatile enough to where he could return kicks, I guess. So what we can have him, Gunner, and um Connor Hayward back there all crashing into each other to have a bigger collision. And we and you know what what else? The um what's her face is back? McFarlane. McFarlane's back. You know, get him back there too. I want everyone back there all at once. Throw Desmond King back there as well. I just want to Yeah, well, yeah, Desmond King. Yeah, just put everyone back there who can return a kick. And I want them to all collide into each other like the large hag. Hadron uh, Super Collider, and I want to see what kind of you know what kind of stuff we can create back there. You know that might be the most. I want the Dow to Connor Hayward. You know, yeah. I just want bad things to happen on special teams. That that's exciting to me. So we signed him. The the, the changes are flowing in. 
Um, Anthony McFarlane and Deontay Johnson guys are both eligible to come back against the Rams. So those, that's positive. Those, those are some good signs. We got that going for us, which is nice. Brad Wing is cut. They expect per, uh, Presley Harvin expects to be back for the Rams game as well. So this is by, it's certainly given us a little time to, to get healthy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we could sure use that. And as I said, I, you know, I mean, on, on, you know, if you're looking at your team and you're expecting to be a championship team, it's one thing, but on the other hand, we're, we're, we are, we are. Yeah. And this team is going to basically, like I said, I can't imagine they will be any better than they were last year or, you know, what if, or any worse for that matter, it looks like the same exact team, the same exact game plan, everything that, that I'm seeing this year, Mike and Derpy, this is the same football team that I've seen last year. We, we've seen this season before. We have it. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, it is like <laughs> it, is, it is literally Groundhog Day, and I I'm okay with it because I'm used to it now. I'm yeah. used to I I've embraced the suck that is this team. Um, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for the uh for the Matt Canada Kenny Pickett experience. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be a, it is, I mean, it's not gonna be boring. I mean. It'll, no. it'll, it, you know what? It'll be boring for the first three and a half quarters, and then we'll. That that's you know, the Steelers now, man. Play they, like a they, football they, team at the end. Yeah, we're gonna bore you to death all game long, and then nowhere, sad to nowhere in the fourth quarter, we're just gonna dazzle you with brilliance after we baffled you with bullshit for three and a half quarters. Oh. Well, that's that's like the only time Kenny Pickett can play is at the end of the game where, where it's a tight situation, he can make a throw. He yeah. can make a play. Like Maybe I said, he only comes with a, a hand throw. He only comes with a handful of throws. Don't you, you know what I mean? You have to save him up. Yeah, he has a like, quota. Like we should uh, start Trubisky. And then in the third quarter, you know, we'll, Tom, but, but call then you'll, you'll get Tom first call quarter Kenny out. though. He has to have the, Oh, he has to the build time up to in. It. Yeah. He has to suck. If you put him in the fourth quarter, then you're only going to get first inning first quarter. Any. Well, you know, we can have a nobody wants up. that. We can have a warm up on the sideline, you know, be like, you know, how am I come out, you know, like give me Vaughn, you know, yeah, can you be warming up on the sideline? The wild thing will play, he'll come out, his yellow hair flowing in the wind, yeah, yeah. They'll do, they'll do the whole, he'll come out in a cart shaped like a football, so they're yeah. shaped like the baseball, you know, they'll get him, get him the bullpen cart. I, I you know what, anything to help this team win, I'm willing to try. I seen a um a funny funny meme the other day about Chase Claypool. It says, "What if he ends up going to Miami, and gets a ring, <laughs> like, like like when Juju, uh, yeah, flying no. high on borrowed wings?" Because Claypool <laughs> certainly deserves to to have a championship ring. I mean, you know what I mean. You can totally yeah. see this happening. I can see it's, this happening. It's gonna happen, and, it's and he'll be up there, Pittsburgh, shining, you know, putting his ring in everyone's face and everything. Uh huh. It, it would be it would be great. And he will act like he was a huge contributor as yeah. well. Like they just Kyrie didn't use him right. They Waddle didn't put him in, like, in a good enough position to do anything. So yeah, as he had like, as he'll have like five catches all year long. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cut away. I'm going to cut away from football for just a moment, Mike, because yes, big news: the Pittsburgh Penguins dropped the puck tonight, guys. Heck yeah, boy! Is it the game? Blackhawks tonight, eight o'clock. What's that, Derby? Is it the game? It's the game. Derpy. It's a game. It's a real game, Derpy. All right. Was the Blackhawks one of the two teams that we couldn't beat last year at the end of the year? 
Was it Colorado uh, and the Blackhawks? I, I think so. I, I, think I knew it was so. either I, them or Detroit. I can't remember if it was Detroit or Chicago. I know it's someone we should beat. Yeah. And uh, Chicago, they ha- they're they starting the, the prized rookie. Um, yeah. Oh, is he getting I, a start? I, I believe he is. I believe he, he's on the roster. He made the team. He should have. He's that good of a talent. Yeah. Like, Connor me, Bedard. I, give me Connor Bedard. Bedard. Yeah. Mike, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on this season, the Penguins. I'm cutting over real quick because I have to go grab a coin for the coin toss. All right. All right. So tell, tell us a little bit about how you feel that this season is going to play out, what these guys need to do to turn the ship around, and what these additions to this team are going to mean. Um, and I'll be back in just a second. I, I'm really looking forward to see what Eric Carlson can, can do. He's still playing at a high level, even though, you know, once again, the older player on the team, but he is still contributing, you know, playing at a high level. Uh, one thing we're going to have to get used to is um, he's an experience. It's there's there going to be highs and lows. He, his plus minus is off the charts. Now I know, you know, plus minus isn't what, you know, it's not the go-to stat anymore. There's a bunch of advanced analytics, but yeah, his plus minus was, if, if that's what you look at, don't, don't watch him play because he's going to, he's going to play very well in the offensive zone, defensive zone. He's, eh, he is what he is. But, you know, him and Lentang are going to be out there for, my God, more or less half the game. Every time you're – every shift you watch, you're going to see Eric Carlson and Chris Lentang out there. And both those guys are just damn good all-around – they're just damn good defensemen. Uh, they're going to put up a lot of points. Uh, Latang's more defensively sound than Eric Carlson is. And, and a, a lot of Penguin fans are not high on Latang's defensive play, but he's still – he still has it. Um but again, it's all going to come down to the bottom six again, because you know where you what you're going to get out of Crosby. How do you, you know where you're going to get out like, of Malkin? How do you feel uh, we, I, we did go out get guys? We're going to make the playoffs. I, I like the guys we brought in. We bought like we upgraded the bottom six, big time. From well, really, I mean, is it, big, is it going to be a you know is it going to be a noticeable difference? We're going to you know. I, I think so. I think it's going to be noticeable. You're going to notice more scoring. Uh, it's not just going to be you know defensive zone play. But what's going to come down to it again is. Sullivan, people want to talk about Mike Tomlin being stubborn. Sullivan's just as stubborn. <laughs> if you know he has one system and you just play that system, you skate yeah. faster than everyone else. And if you're not skating faster, guess what? Just skate faster. That there's not a real lot of tactical changes with the Penguins. But you know, when you have guys like Crosby still producing at a high level, Malkin last year was producing at a high level. Gensel, it's looking like he's really close to coming back too. So you have a lot of you have a lot of Good score, scoring depth up front on the top two lines, and it's looking like the the, the bottom the bottom six has been upgraded to where you can get some much needed scoring depth down there, and you still didn't lose anything really off the uh, defensive play of that of the bottom two pair or the bottom two lines. Okay. So, and overall, the defense has improved again. It's going to come down to goalie too as well. This you is know, probably the last go around too, though. Yeah. Yeah, this is well. You know, you know here's the thing, Mike. You always see. say that the Sidney Crosby still outperforms everybody. You look at him at the end of every year; he's always, you know, up there in this, uh-huh. up there in points, scoring, whatever, assists. Um, it's going to end at some point. At what point do we yeah. do we stop seeing that guy? What when when do we when do we stop seeing that player that we've been used to seeing? Because you would have thought at some point by now, mm-hmm. you would have noticed some kind of slowdown. But if you tune in and watch tonight, or if you tune in and watch a month from tonight. You're going to be seeing the same Sidney Crosby that we've been yeah. watch, watching play for for 17 seasons. 
he truly is still that good. At what point? And 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 with that being the case, how long do you think it's going to be? I mean, how long do you think Sidney Crosby went out playing his career? I mean, you know, if he still continues to play like this, there's no sign of an any end no. in, in my eyes as far as Crosby no. goes. Because he's what thirty six. I can see him playing to at least forty. The way he's still going, and you know, like guys, they they just slow down. They're just not as good, so they you know they give it up. I mean, the guy's still playing top notch hockey. Yeah, I mean, and still playing yeah. responsibly both ends. He's still he's still at, at at his age with the injuries that he's had. He still goes into the high traffic areas. He still plays down low. He crashes the net, plays below the the goal line. He has yet to change the way he's played, and he has that style to where he can play as long as he more or less as long as he wants, as long as he stays healthy. Because his game isn't predicated on speed alone. Yeah, you know, and he still has the vision for the passing. He still has the hand eye coordination to do those. You know, pucks batted out of the midair. He still has that killer backhand that no one could touch. He's just, I can see him at least going to 40, maybe beyond. Do you have any predictions for tonight, Mike? Chicago Mm. Penguins opening night, puck drops. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Penguins. I think Crosby's going to show show the uh, kid, you know, hey. You, you might be the next one. You might be like talked about like, with McDavid. Uh, talked about like with me, but hey, you still got a ways to go. I'm, I may be an old man, but hey, I still got it in me. I think Crosby uh, puts on a little show tonight. You know what? I hope you're right. I hope they get off to a good start. <clears throat> the finish, the finish to last season kind of left uh, mm-hmm. a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. all you have to do is win one of these last two games against we, the two worst teams do it. and you're in. They didn't do it, and um, you know what? Uh, somebody else got in, you know. Yeah, I, but I'm hoping, I'm hope, I'm hopeful this year. Like I said, they have, they've upgraded all throughout the lineup, and um, Kyle Dubas seems like he's not going to be a guy to sit sit around and wait for the team to improve. If they have a rocky first couple months, he he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to wait for the trade de- trade deadline. He seems how like. Jim Rutherford was, hey, this isn't working out. Guess what? We're going to make some moves throughout the season up until the very last day, up until um, the trade deadline to tinker this lineup. So uh, I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to do well this year. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're finally going to make it out of the first round for the first time since who knows when, you know, because right now they're the Steelers and the Penguins are the same team, you know? Let me yeah. ask you this. Do they have, um, I mean, is, is there a potential for this team? We had the, the big pickups. We had uh, the you know the defensemen, these bottom six guys. We got. Uh, is there a chance that this team could be a championship team this year, or are we just kind of hoping for this team to be you know a pretty good team and maybe win a round, maybe you know give an exciting round in the second round? Legitimately, Mike, like realistically, what are the chances of this team being a Stanley Cup champion? I don't think we're one of like the top four cup contenders. Um, but I think we can. I think we can. We can make it deep into the playoffs this year. Uh, I, a lot of people, and yeah. if you know, if we get some puck luck and Jari stands on his head, I think then you can see the Penguins making it into the Cup Finals and having a chance to win. But right now, on paper, I don't think we're one of the Cup contenders, but we're like one of the teams that people are talking about making a deep playoff run. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, you know. And if, you know, things fall into place, uh, it, it could work into their favor to where they, you know, win the cup. But I, there's so many good teams now. 
Still a long season ahead, though, Derpy. 82 games, Derpy. That's why they play all 82. Yep. I'm going to go to the board for a moment. (laughs) Crosby going for the unofficial Chelios Cup. Hell yeah, he's going to be playing until he's 90. Um, Hey, no problem. Big Mike up top there. Yes, was a nice one. That was... (laughs) I don't know. Could you call last week a nice win? That 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 Steeler game we just watched. I, hey, I don't know what a that win was. Is a I win. mean, it was a win. A win is a win. And I, I tell you what, if you liked it, you're gonna see you're gonna see more. I mean, that's that's how that's that, that's the way the Steeler games are gonna go this year. This is the team. This is the team. This is the team. There's nothing. There's uh-huh. nothing that indicates that this team is gonna be any different than they were last season, uh-uh. which is insane because you know you switched a bunch of things. But you know what? We got the Rams next, guys. In about twelve days, we'll be going out to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Um, Chris Hoke, Chris Hoke says that maybe Kenny in this bye week, maybe for once just needs to calm down and relax a bit, kind of let his mind settle for a, a couple of days. I mean, we know that, you know, he worked really hard since the, you know, since off season started yeah. last year, maybe, maybe that's the, the missing factor. Maybe dude, just needs to calm down, take, take a, a you know, packs or something and, uh, go, go shot, done some more beers up on stage, Kenny. Or, you know, people fish, you know, people that fish, that seems to relax them. Maybe go fish or something. Nah, he, he needs to go go to some more concerts, shotgun, some more beers. Because he when he was doing that before the preseason, my guy was lights out. I mean, don't you have a, a, you know, a side table you could go to buy with your with your wife there? Or... Yeah, just go. How many times have you seen that commercial, the, the live-in furniture one? Yeah. Like, he just needs to go have a bender. Get liquor. Is or does she look like she could be his brother? Jesus I don't even know who what she looks like. Kenny's Kenny's wife, no. Amy. Yeah, I'm, I'm Amy and Kenny could be brother and sister. Just by you know, just by looks, you know, I think so. That's what I think every time I see that commercial. I think, oh my god, they <laughs> like look like siblings. No. <laughs> you see, see that derby? Right. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna. Um, drink a drink another beer, uh, Kenny. There you go. Exactly, Kenny. Drink <laughs> some beer. That's what you know. Hoax more or less saying is, go, go drink some beers and relax. He needs, but be smart about it, Kenny. What she does, Kenny. I want you to channel the first five years of the NFL that Ben Roethlisberger did. Okay, I want you out on the town. I want you partying. Okay, go party. Yeah, you know, normally you don't want the quarterback partying the night. No, no. no, I want I want Kenny partying like he's been prime Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, I want two time off season Super Bowl champion Ben Roethlisberger type parties minus the allegations. Kenny, go have. Yeah, you remember the the early Kenny or the early Big Ben parties? You know, mix it with the with the mature family man Big Ben now, but channel some of that party rage. Go out, party, let loose, and then come back in and just dominate the NFL. Yeah, we'll see. Just do something we'll so see. when you we'll feel see. pressure in the pocket, you don't run around like a squirrel on meth. You know what's wild? Somebody made this comment on, on social media, and I seen it. And I thought, you know what? That's so such an interesting point. It was Kenny didn't make the big mistake, but Lamar did. And if that isn't a, a, a Steeler Raven game, and the funny thing is, you, you know, people always say, no matter how bad the Steelers are, the Ravens are good, and it's always going to be a good game, and vice versa. It's wild. You could take a, a, somebody who's just an MVP to a guy who's really struggling in, in the early in his career, and, and that's how that's how good these games between the Steelers and the Ravens are, because you know, on paper, one team, you know, 
should, we, we should have lost that game. Come on. Oh, there's, yeah. You know, I mean, 14 yeah. to three, 21 points left on the board. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, that's what it comes down to. And, and I like that. I like that with the Ravens because again, you know, you don't have Lamar running all over us, which is something that I feared greatly when they first draft him. I said, this guy, this guy, we're going to be trying to catch him for years. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It, it just hasn't happened yet, which is mind blowing. I'm glad. I'm glad we're the team he can't figure out. You, me too. And he here's can figure the thing out 30, 30 other teams except us. So it come down to, you know, we got a good defense. Baltimore got a good defense. We got a pretty poor offense. Baltimore has an okay offense. I mean, they've been, you know, they've been doing good up to this week. So that's what it come down to. It was, you know, the, the mistakes that were made and the mistakes that weren't made. And, um, you know, the guy that the guy that keeps dropping the ball in this series dropped the ball again. I like it. Yeah, I like you said, man. Like it's just it's just weird the the way Lamar. Like he looked really good in that first half. I'm thinking, oh my god, he's gonna see some nice runs. Good I just throws. really can't believe and then, it. Was... And the defense, the defense just shut everyone down. They didn't the get any half. more points. Like I said, it was the very beginning of the second quarter, end of the first, was when they got that tenth point, that field goal, and that was it. Three whole quarters of no points. Yeah, it, it was a. Oof. If we have one player figured out in the league, it's Lamar. If we can play the Ravens every single week, I think we would have a better record than, you know, we played the rest of the rest of the league. And what about Green Bay last night? They come out and, you know, there's this team Green Bay that we're worried about playing in a few weeks. Here they got beat by the Raiders. And, yeah, and we made – we handled the Raiders. So the, the, the league is all, all kinds of schizophrenic well, we'll, right now. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Like, it's Jordan not that over- weekend. <laughs> ben catching recreational concussions. Yeah, he was too. <laughs> he, he, my favorite thing about that whole motorcycle accident was the dude tailgating outside the hospital. He had his little portable Pullman. Yeah. He's sitting there frying hamburgers and hot dogs. If that isn't quintessential Pittsburgh, I don't know. You know what, what I thought is a good example of quintessential Pittsburgh? Do you say that? Do you remember last year around Christmas when Franco Harris died? And they yeah. brought his body to the Acrisure Stadium parking lot for everyone to view him before they took him off to the funeral. <laughs> if that isn't Pittsburgh, nothing is. That yeah. And they you know they're on the radio and TV. They're saying, "Hey, you want to get down here? You want to see Franco? Get down here. He's going to be at the. Uh, we get Heinz Field here. Put on your best George and you find your best Steeler jersey and get yeah. out the best terrible towel you had. And you know what they Franco did? Franco was the they, one to announce Kenny. They showed they uh... showed him up. They showed up in droves, Mike. Oh, Ginger fans. I love them. I, I love, love it. I can't be that guy. I wish I could be that guy, but I can't. I now think I'm too. jealous. Yeah. I think I'm jealous of Ginger fans. You are jealous of Ginger fans. I am. You're, you're a I'm jealous too... person. <laughs> I just wish I had that passion again. I love my Steelers, but it's not like that anymore. I don't know what happened to me. You know what? It was everything before they won that world or before they won that first Super Bowl, Super Bowl mm-hmm. 40 for me. Because that was my, the first one I seen, and I thought it was gonna be so much greater, you know. And, and yeah. it, it was what it was. It was great. Yeah. But I don't know what I was expecting because after Super Bowl forty, I did. I lost that edge. I, mm-hmm. you know, my whole life I, I needed to see. I needed to see because I was a little kid when they was winning the ones in the, the end of the seventies. They didn't win anymore until all the way up in two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah. So that was the that was the pinnacle for me. Like I, yep. I was really, really, really uh-huh. fired up for that game, and it was unbelievable. And then they win. And after that, it was just kind of there was this letdown, a psychological letdown. Yeah, they, like there, there, there should have been more. There, there should be more yeah. to this. Yeah. Then we won what you know we won those two, and then it's like ever since then it's been like, ugh. Is there we we need I like I 
I want them to win a Super Bowl again, but I don't have that. Oh my God, they need to win one one more in my lifetime. I'm like, I, I saw two. I'm happy now. I'd like to see a couple more, I'd but like to, me too. I'd but, like to see it. but you know, I'm not. I you know how how we were all through the 80s and the 90s. You know, craving that Super Bowl. We're watching the Cowboys and 49ers catch up to our records and surpassing us, and then we had to play catch up. So it's just, I don't have that that passion anymore. I don't. I, I, I've lost. I don't know. We haven't I've been close enough to the, the, the freaking playoffs to even know. I don't know. I, if know. I, have. I, I, yeah. I, I think. I think watching those years where either the offense or defense collapsed when when we had Ben in his prime is what killed me. Because we would come so we would be so close, and everyone says, "Oh, it's because the Patriots in our way." They only we only played like the Patriots once or twice in the playoffs, so it wasn't the Patriots. It was self inflicted all those years. So I, I think I'm just numb to it anymore. Like. I just have a feeling like this team's going to let me down, and I just am now accepting that, you know, they're going to let me down. JJ's finger, apparently, his finger was – or uh, TJ's finger, I'm sorry, was apparently the injury we were worrying about for TJ mm-hmm. Watt the other day when he left the field, was spending time off the field uh, quite frequently, actually. Apparently, he did have a finger injury, so we're going to want to keep an eye on that, and we'll find out more, I think, from Coach Tomlin. But uh, that was that injury. It was a finger. So Pull a Ronnie Lott. Chop that some bitch off. Absolutely. Cauterize right. it and get your ass back in. Which that one guy, the um the the, the pop it back in the, the defensive line or defensive end for the Giants, the long time Pierre. Yeah, Judge. Pierre Paul. Yeah, Pierre Paul, name? yeah. Yeah. Just blow it off with a firework. Exactly. Right. And get he right back. need a finger to play football. He had one of his best seasons ever after that, That's that right. horrific That's accident. right. He had that strong pinky, and he was out there just sacking quarterbacks with the power of the pinky. That's what I'm saying. There's no excuse. If Pierre Paul and, and Ronnie Law did it, there's no excuse. Yeah, to, uh, get out there, TJ. Show us what TJ you Watt got. Yeah. Hey, you know, if you spend less time punching poor That's defensive the little midgets out on the field. Did you see him? Did you see him? You know what? I've seen a, a couple punches video. last week, man, that were kind of questionable, actually. Uh-huh. But again, that's the Ravens and Steelers. It shouldn't surprise you. Mm-hmm. Did you see, guys? Did you see um, who was there? Did you see AJ Burnett was down there supporting the team one Sunday? Oh, he's a he's a goddamn rock star. You thought the Beatles were in town, like, dude? He, he's a Yinzer now. How many times does he come up on special occasions and make appearances and, and do this and do that? He, he, I, you know what? There's guys that say they love playing places, and there's guys that you just know. Mm-hmm. AJ Burnett, he's he he. I think he truly loved being a Pittsburgh Pirate. I, yeah, he was like, "This is my kind of town." He's got, and he came at the right time too. Yeah, if you know, if he was like two years earlier or two years after, it would have been. Eh. But he he came when it was hot, and he was he was the bulldog of that staff. He fit the personality of the city and what that team needed. And people just, just being a, as a player, you know, you move around. You you've had no hitters. You played for the Yankees. <laughs> you did this. You played in the World Series. But you know, I um. <laughs> Had <laughs> that everywhere, everything everywhere, all at once, Pinky. But but you know what I mean? Like he just he truly you could tell he uh, loved it. And and this experience mm-hmm. was probably you know because like I said, other people do these other things. They get a lot of strikeouts. But to to be able to come into a city and and take over the city like that, and then the fans loved him, and he was able to be that guy. Uh, I, I like I, I like AJ. I really do. You know what? I, I don't buy pirate jerseys, but that was one that I did buy when he was here. I did buy an AJ jersey, um, one of my favorites actually. Yeah, I, I liked AJ Burnett. I liked him even before he became uh, a bucket. He was what down with the uh, Marlins, is that where he started out on that pitching staff with like him, Beckett, and one 
another young pitcher. Like they had three young guns at the time. I always always liked him when we came here. Man, he was just perfect. If we would have had, he was he was so cool. Him him and Garrett Cole, and if Garrett Cole was pitching Francisco, the way he did Liriano, when he left, dude, here at the same was, time, they had a nice staff, man. They had a nice I love I love that. I love that team, man. Um, but yeah, he was living it up in the stands, man. He's like, fuck yeah, man. Uh, yeah, he's a ham. You he's like, you know, he 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 is the king of yet. He's 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 the king, king of the interest. He's he like a real king pirate Yenzer, too. Baby. Like in real life, he seems like he'd be a pirate. If anybody yeah. would be a pirate, it would be yeah. AJ Burnett. He's like that athlete that you know you would love to hang out with because he doesn't seem like he's too full of himself. Like he doesn't hang out and be like one of the guys. Yeah, who just happens to be really good at baseball. Right, 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 right. Any um, guys, any truth to this? A rumor yesterday was Byron Leftwich approached the Steelers about becoming the offensive advisor to Matt Canada. I hear this news. I hear this news, and then I I hear that there has been a rejection. Um, again, I only thing that I'm catching is rumors. I haven't officially seen mm-hmm. anything. Somebody sent me yeah. something saying that he did approach. He wants the job. Um, and somebody else I did see on social media said that he approached, wanted the job, and they turned him down. I don't see this anywhere. To, can anybody give me any kind of news yeah. or information on yeah. this that could yeah, help I, w- I was actually listening to the interview okay. when it was going on. Mark Bully was like, oh, yeah, there's someone who reached out to the Steelers, you know, about the offense coordinator. Job. And, you know, the other hosts were like, well, who was it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, someone, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay. They went through names and finally one was like Byron Leftwich. She was like, oh, okay, yeah. And Leftwich, you know, he reached out, hey, is there an opening in the offensive coordinator spot? It was during the bye week. And what was reported, Kabuli said, you know, the, the <laughs> Steelers. their opening in the offensive Yeah, and they, and they just flat out yeah. ignored him. I love him. Byron. You know, and Byron, too, you know, he was fired from – from Tampa Bay because he couldn't call an offense for Tom Brady. He had one of the worst offenses. So, you know, he was just trying to see, hey, you know, you want to get rid of Matt Canada? Hey, maybe maybe you forget how bad I was in Tampa and you remember how good of a backup I was for you and I can get the job. But there was there there no um there was no response to it. There or? was no response from what okay. was reported on air was the Steelers just ignored just ignored him. Okay. Yeah. So and then, that's then it why because specu- he's no good. Then, or? then it became speculation on them. Oh, well, why not bring him in to be a outside, you know, consultant observer? Because yeah, that's going to have to have a whole season. team of offensive coordinators, like like yeah. a bunch of guys who sit around and, yeah. and tell each other, like when the you know the other person's not coming up with good ideas or something. I, do that's whatever you got to do because what we're doing it all even more. <laughs> What's up? It, it would confuse all of our offense. Uh, yeah, we'll get five guys more. that don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. We have like you know we. We have four guys who don't know what they're talking about. Let's add a fifth. That's what we need. That's what you need with a with a second year quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there it, it was like you know yeah he reached out to see if their offensive coordinator was open and they didn't even return his calls. Um, you know, it's, it's like me, you know, calling up the uh, White House. Hey man, you got you you need to keep staff. Obviously, with the connection and and being a long time you know a player here and being a friend with yeah. a lot of the people in the organization. You know, I, I see no problem with that. You know, call them, say, hey, guys, take a hey. shot. There's no no harm in taking the shot, right? Hey, you, you miss every single shot you don't take. That's right. And you, you miss the shots that you do take, apparently, for Byron Leftwich. Hey. <laughs> hey, you know, I like you said, I, hey, hey, why not? No, yeah. 
Shit, as I said, the, the worst, I mean, you know, bro, one of the things that could happen was, you know, as, as I said, maybe kind of add him to a committee of offensive yeah. people that I, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this offensive coordinator thing right now. I don't. Byron, Byron. I'd like to see Byron back, but again, who knows? Oof. I wouldn't. Joey Porter Jr. ranked NFL's number one coverage corner of the weekend, guys. Number one coverage corner of the weekend <laughs> for like seven snaps that he played, but That's hey, right. not none bigger than that interception, man. He, On the he, Steelers, he was number one overall, mm-hmm. and he's you know number one in the NFL. But for the Steelers, he was number one. Patrick Peterson was in second amongst our coverage corners at eighty-seven. He was the eighty-seventh best this weekend. Levi Wallace was ninety-third, and. Uh, Shannon Sullivan was ninety fourth. <laughs> so, so those those are our, those are our coverage. But you know what? It didn't kill us though, right? I mean, <clears throat> you know, um, win is a win. Bad, you know, bad bad hands by uh, the Ravens saved us and made those guys yeah get lucky. But hey, you know, like Derby said, a win is a win, and you know, Porter he he's making the case where he needs to start right now. Oh come on, the guy leave him, you know in there. Well, that's what they did. They, they they adjusted a little bit so he would be more on the field, more for different plays. They only had him in a dime, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they they added him into some other sets. So he did get a little bit more playing yeah, time. They moved him outside. And we saw what it's he did. crazy that he's not getting the playing time. At this point in the season, it isn't like we're, uh, you know, we're in a position that if you bring the rookie corner in and he mm-hmm. makes a mistake, uh, there, there goes a game. And, and that game yeah. is that big in the season. And we're, you know, shooting for playoff, you know, pole position. At mm-hmm. this point, week four, week five, week six. Get this guy in, or there's no reason you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. He has a set. I mean, I'm not a, a interception. He had an interception in the preseason, which you know, of course, that's nothing. But still, you know, the guy. There's no reason that Joey Porter Jr. shouldn't be on the field more. Okay, say you want to start the the, the veteran and put Patrick Peterson in there. You know, he is an old guy. If you're going to start him, you got to eventually get him the hell out of there, and get yeah. the uh, you know, put put the kid in. Why is the kid playing? It's just another one of these questionable things by this team right now that's going on within this team. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think it, it would be an improvement if you're playing the kid more than you're playing him right now, certainly. Yeah. It is it's that that Steeler mentality rearing its ugly head again. Well, this is the way we've always done it. Rookies, you know, have to wait until they can finally get a spot in. Like, he's playing better than all of our other corners. I, you know, if he gets yeah. burnt, I, I don't care. Let him get out there and learn. I, you know, like we said yesterday, you learn from your mistakes. And what they said all through training camp, is this kid like when he would mess up he would ask okay what did i do wrong he would take coaching very seriously and go out there and correct it to where he wouldn't make the same mistakes over and over and you need to get the job let him learn to the coach's kid or somebody the coaches know like someone you might put this in a situation well his dad plays or you you don't want to favor him and i think maybe just maybe that be might be laying in the back of people's minds somewhere saying you can't just start the guy just because he's joey porter's son you know what that's not even the case now again the guy has an interception in the you know in the in the in the, the small amount of snaps that he he's been having he's done well he hasn't got burned he's not getting killed the guy's you know six foot two for crying out loud you got to let this kid play he just come out of college you, you got to let him play and you know he he will be the future yeah I, I just can't, I can't I I don't see the harm of having Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. in there more often it, we're not going to the Super Bowl this year it will be lucky to make the playoffs yeah we're you know three and two but let's be realistic how how much longer are we going to be in first place 
So let let the younger guys play. Let him play. And as I mentioned, Porter Jr., there. number one in the NFL this weekend in coverage of coverage corners. Patrick Peterson, eighty-seven. Levi Wallace, ninety-three. Shannon Sullivan, ninety-four. Tell me again why mm-hmm. he's not getting the playing time? Yeah, like I, some of those ratings, you know, you, you kind of roll your eyes at them. But come on, now we we've seen the way all these corners have played and leave and. and PZ Jr. is playing the best out of all of them, even though, yes, limited snaps, but still he's playing the best. And I, I'd rather have him out there. He's getting more production in that little bit of time than, mm-hmm. than some of these guys are getting throughout the course of the game. Yeah. And again, you know, the older Patrick Peterson gets, which is every day he's alive now, you know, he's going to get a little bit further away from that prime, the player that he was in his prime. Yeah. And yeah. again, you know, this is why Minnesota didn't keep him around because, you know, he, he wasn't available enough because he couldn't keep up with the younger guys. I like having him on the team. I like having the veteran leadership. Yeah. I like having what he knows. But still, I, I, you, I, you got to get you got to get yeah. a little peasy in there. You yeah, got to. Peterson's not a man cover corner anymore. He's his own corner, and we don't play a lot of zone. We we're a man. We play a lot of man coverage, and we're seeing you know, he's getting beat. And if you want to use him, use him as one of the slot corners. Have him play that the shallow zone. Play those little crossing routes. Have him play that area. Don't let him cover anyone one-on-one unless it's dire fucking straights at that point I, yeah Get the i'm gonna go to the board there. for a minute mike uh Steeler freak says byron left which isn't it i agree with you uh they need an oc with a five uh with a 50 pound brain like mike mcdaniel mm-hmm. he's the man a rain man in the nfl he i mean that, that's awesome i, I would love we would love that but find who, one of those guys. who is that guy is that guy out there does he exist do, do we is he available do you know is there anybody that we even have our eyes on in that sense? I mean, like I said, uh, take a look at the guy from the Texans. He had some really good concepts, passing concepts that he was using to help help CJ Stroud. I take a look at um, anyone on that Miami Dolphins offense of staff, the, what what they're doing. Uh, I take a look at the San Francisco offensive staff, the what they're doing out there. Any, any of these teams that are putting up really good passing numbers, I, I take a look at. And you know what? It maybe maybe it's time to move on from Tomlin and dangle a head coaching job to Eric Bieniemy and let him, you know, run run the run the team and be the offensive coordinator at the same time. He also P on the board says uh, Byron ain't North Turner. No free jobs for him. So I guess that you know that, that's North common, Turner man. He got a job everywhere. That's the the common consensus then for um for Byron then no uh yeah yeah I, I just no 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 you know. And, you know, and being from Pittsburgh, you know how people think they they'd love to have him back, and yeah, you know they would have Charlie back if they could. And... We'd have any you as long as you're local from the area or play had a cup of coffee here and we're a fan favorite. Ginzers want you around all the time. Yeah, and, you know I, that's just sports fans in general. We we love what we know. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, unless you're Gunnar Rosetsky, then we hate you. And Connor Hayward on that one play. Oh my God. That was the greatest thing I've you know, ever I, everything seen. Everything that I ever see Gunnar Osheski in is a disaster. You know, like you said, man, he left New England and they took all of his all of his smarts and athletic ability away. Remember when he caught the kickoff and he tiptoed on the on the side? Oh, he was like A B in his prime. He was pumped <laughs> about that catch. All he had to do was step out of bounds and it's a fucking penalty. He tiptoed the line, Mike. He tipped at the line. It's it like was he was great. doing something amazing. It was great. I, I uh, but maybe he has a long-term concussion that we don't know about. You it's have going to on ever since he left the New I England. I see this guy, huh? 
Dean's a fucking moron. But you know what? It makes me laugh, so I'm okay with it. Uh, PFF Mike, some P- the PFF oh, highest. Oh, there scores. we go. My favorite, baby. PFF, PFF Mike, this is your favorite. The oh, uh, yeah. Steeler highest grades of the week. I got the top five guys. Number one, Joey Porter Jr., 91.3. He graded this week by the PFF Mike, Joey Porter Jr. Number two, George Pickens. George Pickens graded mm-hmm. second highest on the Steelers this week with a 90.1. Yep. He bought out. Alex Highsmith, number three, 86.1. He made the play that mattered. TJ Watt, number four with an 84. And finally, Alandon Roberts. Alandon Roberts, um, 83.6. I would agree. You know what's so weird about these grades? It always seems like the, the guy that isn't really doing amazing things grades higher than the guy that is. And I've noticed that, you know, kind of following TJ Watt and following this edge rusher, pass rusher position all season long. And, you know, how, how many times, Mike, have you seen the guy that got more sacks uh-huh. grade lower on this on this, on this this chart? Well, you know, uh, a pressure that leads to an incomplete is apparently more impactful on the game than a sack. Right. That's why, you know, Elena Robbie, he made some key tackles. Some like he had that tackle uh, what played before Porter had the interception that, probably saved the touchdown. So that, that was a key play right there. But, you know, I, I felt Watt disrupted the game more than Roberts. But, hey, you know what? Whatever. This YPFF, to me, is a joke. It used to be a, a decent tool to figure out, okay, how how'd someone do in coverage, how someone do here. Now it's just like, oh, we, we like this guy more than this guy. This guy has a better name than this guy. So we'll just make them – we'll skew the ratings toward them, towards them because – it, you're, these people are supposed to watch the game and break it down and, and get the ratings, but how do they know whose assignment is who on a, any given play? And especially when they're doing ratings right after the game, you're not sitting down breaking breaking down film. You're just doing right. wild guesses, watching watching the game as it goes on and throwing grades out there. It's it's it's, it's fun. It, it, it's fun it's to fun. argue with. And I did the same used time, to it's like, you know oh. put it. I, I used to put a little bit of weight into it, but yeah, you know what too. now. There's been there's just been so many things that, that I've read and seen from the mm-hmm. PFF um, grades lately that I'm just like this, this isn't even worth yeah. talking about. I mean, yeah, what's what three sack games less than Miles Garrett zero sack. I mean, it was it was like game. three sacks, you know, a fumble recovery, a mm-hmm. fumble forced, uh, you know, and he and he grades lower than Miles Garrett who got a tackle and an assisted tackle that day because yeah. he, he he was quicker than the quarterback. Yeah. Didn't make a play. Didn't he make a play at all. Out of, it's insane, man. Come on. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a farce. But you know what? It, it does provide good banter for the league. On the board, Steelers freak. Word on the street is that uh, fresh new coaches don't want to come to Pittsburgh because of low pay and Mike Tomlin micromanagement. It is a career ender. You know what? I, I could agree. Who would you rather coach for? Would you, let me ask you this, guys. If you were like you know a coach in any sport, let's say baseball, football, basketball, whatever, hockey, would you want to go to the team – that has the, the the reputation, the team that, that does something the winning way, and you know it's it's their way or the highway, which is a good thing. But it, for, for example, yeah. the New York Yankees, the Pittsburgh Steelers, these teams that you know you only had three coaches in in fifty years, so you know it's it's their way or the highway, and and who knows how much that um you know that, that they're calling the shots that you know in the in the office or general managers or whatever, 
Or would you rather go to a team that isn't that good or doesn't have a great reputation and, and bring in your own will, bring in your mm-hmm. own ideas, bring in your own, uh, you know, your own creativity, but you're not going to win as much. What, what kind of team would you rather be a coach for? Because it I almost could, seems like those the successful teams would kind of suck the suck the fun right out of it. Yeah. But on the other hand, being successful is not a bad thing. Yeah, well, and you look at it too, like all the coaches that came out of New England, you know, they had that dynasty for 20 years. None of them were good head coaches. Yeah. So they were great in their well, They had Tom Brady, sport. that's all that mattered. Yeah, but they were like yeah. Romeo Cornell and um God, the other big fat Charlie, Chuck, Charlie, Charlie Wise. Yeah, they, they were good <laughs> as coordinators, but as head coaches, they sucked. Mike McDean was a good offensive coordinator, terrible head coach for the Raiders and for the Broncos, but they were good at their job. But me, I would go to the team that was going to let me do what I could do because it's going to showcase my ability to the league to where I can get. Well, what if you go on showcase your job. ability and you're terrible? And you think, eh. man, I should at least with the team that has a eh, good. Well, you win some, you lose some. Hey, yeah. you got you to gotta bet on yourself. And like two, um, about the cheapness that was even brought up in that in that segment when they Kaboli was talking about Byron Leftwood. She's like, someone's like, oh well, well, you know, it, Art Rooney has enough money to where he can pay two offensive coordinators, one to sit at home after they fire Canada. But Kaboli was like, you know, the Steelers they say this is what we value an offensive coordinator at that's what we're going to pay this is what we value an offensive line coach this is what we're going to pay and that's part of the problem too because you're not going to get these high-end coaches because you're only paying so you're only willing to pay what she was like this is what we're going to pay you that's it take it or leave it and you know like i said who's who's cheaper art rooney or bob nutting yeah because you have to, if you want these good coaches, you got to spend money for them. Like you want good players, you have to spend good money for them. No, you're right. You're, you're not going to get like a Dick LeBeau who's going to stay here out of, you know, work cheaper than he could out of loyalty for the organization anymore. That's not how it works anymore. You got to pay I, money. Like I said, I think Charlie Badge, a guy like that would be, I think Charlie would be there eight days a week if he worked. Uh, on on you know for the Steelers in any capacity because I'm pretty sure the last four years he was here he wasn't even on the uh he wasn't even on payroll anymore <laughs> he was just hanging out he's just hanging out he was just like being a guy he's like the... you know what? I'm gonna wear my uniform hang out and talk to Ben yeah he, he had he the clipboard the... yeah made him look I... like he's you know yeah relevant but, but uh yeah bring over bring over the clipboard and the the tablet and everyone loved him ben. so you know it was yeah. it was all good it was yeah. like all right Charlie Charlie was living his best life here in Pittsburgh all right, Mike. So here's the deal. The picks went down like this this week, guys. Oh. This is huge. This is oh. huge, Derby. You have no idea how big this is. This is gonna make or break your season. I, mean, I have to. I have to guess because uh, this week, guys, Mike, you were up by one going into the last night's game against the uh, the the sorry the Green Bay Raiders game. And Derp, you needed the Raiders to win. If the Raiders won, it then came down to a coin toss because you both overshot on the um, on your over-under picks, your tiebreakers. So it went that way, Derby. The Raiders beat Green Bay. So here it comes. It's, it comes down to the coin toss. If you get this, you are back in it on the season so far. That'll make it 2-1. and one. And if Mike, if you win this coin toss, you'll be three and zero. Derby, you're gonna have a lot of fighting to do to even try to get back in this. But you know what? You were dominant early. You were dominant in preseason. You did well, you know, at other things. So I, I have confidence in you. But this is really big. You are you are you ready for this, Derby? Yeah. All right. Derby. Mike, how about you? 
I'm ready. Let's let's do this. Who, who's so, calling it? So here's how it's going to go. Mike, you won last week, so you were going to choose who you want to call it. You could either call it yourself or you could choose to have Derpy call it. I'll then flip the quarter, and however it lands, however it lands, Mike, is how is the official call. So uh, who do you I'm want gonna, to who do you want to call? I'll call I'm going to call it. All right. What do you what are you going to call before I flip it? Uh, tails. Tails never fails. Here we go. Ready? Yep. It's tails. Boom. Told you. Rip. So there you go, Mike. You were up three three to none. Uh, you know what? I, I told you I am going undefeated this year. You might. Hey, you know what? You, have you might now. Possibility. You have, but you have a chance. Still a chance. But Thursday, we'll get back at it. We'll climb back in and, and get our picks for this week because we do have game on Thursday. We have the early game in Europe again on uh, Sunday morning. I believe that's a Ravens game. So, uh, you know, just for interest in the division, you might want to get up a little bit early on Sunday to check it out. Yeah. So there you go, Derpy. <laughs> you, you just you just making me more depressed now. Huh? <laughs> you know, I yeah, yeah, basically. Charlie Batch was following the Costanza method. He like was it. too. I like it. That is a, <laughs> just keep showing up. I love George. Um, yeah. So there you we, go, Derpy. You know, the thing was, it was it, it got stretched out because he needed that team to win last night. That team beat Green Bay, so I thought for sure. Something was lining up in the stars for him, but well, Mike, there you go. No, Derpy, Derpy, this is not your year. It is my year. I am going undefeated in these picks. The win All goes right. to Mike. And, uh, and if I lose, I'm going to shave your head. There you go. I'm still hoping for the TJ Watt tattoo. Uh, we are too, Derpy. Don't get me wrong. We're, we're, we're going to get a TJ Watt that, tattoo. So. It's going to go right here in your face. Like a Mike Tyson tattoo, but yeah. it'll be a picture, uh-huh. a picture of TJ Watt. Or maybe once we shave his head, we'll put it on his forehead. Uh, Buckos, Mike, they had a total attendance this season of 1,630,624, which breaks down to an average of 20,131 uh, fans a game. Way too many. I could understand early in the season when they were winning. But after yeah, that, but that's how it was. Though. I mean, you seen the, the the crowd, the stands later didn't look that full, you know. No, uh-uh. it's pirate baseball. Why? The only reason you're going is to just hang out, look at the skyline. It's, it's something see. to do in Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Skyline it, it, is the best part of the park. Though. We don't that. have, we but don't even have, that, that's played out. You know, I mean, you go to these other cities; they have fun, amazing things to do. We don't have fun, amazing things. So that's one of the things you do here. You know, the zoo. Uh, you know the zoo is pretty cool. You go to the zoo, then you go to the game, and you watch the pierogi race. And after the pierogi race, you leave. It's the other reason I go. Check this out. I got That's another a good reason. reason. <laughs> Sauerkraut Sal, baby. You know Kyle Sharber, the baseball player. Yeah. You want to hear an interesting statistic about him that I found this morning? By while I was pulling up this Pirates yeah. um, number, yeah. check this out, guys. Phillies Kyle Sharber is the only player in MLB history. The only player. Nobody else. There's going to be millions of these guys that's played baseball over to history, right? The only player in Major League history to hit under 200, but still had 100 RBIs. <laughs> How is do that you a do that? That's a, that's no, a lot a of Philly. That is a Philly? lot of yeah. men on base by the time you get up. 
got to have at least two to three bases loaded, two guys on. He hit under 200. But RBIs are, lot, are important in baseball. Hey, man. Had 100 RBIs. That, that's, that's crazy. Again, so bizarre. Nobody's ever done it. Never. That's nuts. Couple sack flies here and there to get the guy in. It's it's doable, but my God, like you said, it's a, it's an amazing feat. Who else can do it? Nobody. Exactly. I may you'd be like, hey, I may have sucked, but brought in the runs. I could certainly bat below two hundred, but that hundred RBIs thing, come on. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's impressive. That is very impressive. Where did they finish in the standings? Yeah, they made it. Oh so, yeah, shit, 90, 90 they, they made it by beating us, man. They they beat yeah, us. Marlins right, beat yeah. us. They both yeah, they went were... on. Yeah. Uh, Mike, why don't you can tell everybody about the website, man? The two dumbyinsers.com, the number two D-U-M-Y-I-N-D-R-S.com. All of our links are there. Everything you need is there. Two dumbyinsers.com. The two dumbyinsers.com. Those two little freaks, that's Kenny P's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I it, it shocked Ain't that the truth? I mean, it shocked me in the game that he had. He finally has a positive touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah, I think five I was like, he was, he was what? Seven I think he was plus two now. He's year, plus yeah. two now. Yeah, he turned it around. Who yeah. would have thought? Not me. But Damn. I was proud. I was proud of my little Kenny. He's not the worst. He's not the best. Not the best. Not the worst. Uh, if he, if he tries, if he tries really hard, he could be a Cordell Stewart. I think. But Cordell Stewart had to try really hard to be a Cordell Stewart. So, well, you know, you know what I'm saying? A, a good average player. It wasn't like Cordell yeah, was great. Uh, it wasn't like he was yeah. terrible. But you Kenny, know what? Kenny's picket ceiling is average. I I, I don't know. I, I, I And he's going to baffle you with, you know, he'll, he'll dazzle you and then frustrate you all in the same game. Yeah. He's never going to have, like – a consistent game, consistent season, where it's just that's what I'm saying. I, I just want to see a little consistency from him. That's all. I just want. I just want to know that it's a possibility. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to do it all the time. Just do it once or twice, so we can see that you're. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's like I'll settle for. A we're not game, rock bottom here. One consistent game from start to finish. Every game this year, he's been rocky. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: it's the bye week coming up. We shouldn't worry about that. No, they can't lose now, right? Oh, Derpy, now's yeah. the time to worry. Yeah, they lose this week. We're in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Going up against the bye. We might be 500 coming out of the bye, Derpy. With this team, you never know. Uh, but, yes, check it out, everybody. A lot of cool things over there. www.2dumbyinsers.com. www.2dumbyinsers.com. A lot of cool things, Mike. You did a great job. I was over there again uh, doing a little work the other day, and looks good, man. It's pretty. Uh, Mike, anything before we get ready to take off, brother? Uh, I got nothing, man, uh, other than, hey, it may be the bye week, but now is the time to drink a beer for Kenny. There you go. Uh, so that's you, all so I you're got. saying Kenny just needs to have a couple beers, Mike. Kenny needs it. to have more than a couple. He needs to let loose. He needs to get shit-faced with shit his face. sister. He needs, to channel, he needs to channel his senior year pit. That's yeah, the Kenny does. Pickett we need. He needs to go back to shotgun. He channels it off. twice a game, and it's usually at the end of the game when yeah. it's on the line. And I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't he get it. He needs to pretend he's at a Kenny Chesney concert all the time. <clears throat> go out there on stage. Shot. He needs to shotgun a beer before opening kickoff. Yeah, he is. He, he's the, he's the prom date quarterback with the hair and the. Uh, yeah, you know. he, he needs to do something. Otherwise, you know. I'm already, he's already on my shit list. And he, you know, he needs to get out off of it. He needs to get drunk, come back and re- refill. The thing is, like I said, I mean, you know, if you, if you, is comparable to other quarterbacks, and I'm not even going to get into this whole thing, I'm not going to even give any examples, but just, you know, in general, 
he doesn't have a bad record. He doesn't have bad numbers. He, he's he's a very average yeah. quarterback. I think if he just calms down, he needs to calm yeah. down. Mm-hmm. He needs to take use that pocket because listen, yes. this is what the pocket's for. Watch the game. You mm-hmm. see, you're again, you're gonna get hit every game. That's gonna happen. It doesn't matter if you're you're squirrely or not. You're going to get hit. You're a quarterback. It's the NFL. Stay in the pocket. Move up in the pocket. And you're going to get opportunities to throw the ball downfield to get, you know, a receiver that you want. Mm -hmm. He has to calm down, Mike. Again, that could could take him up so much as far as his performance goes. And as I said, I mean, his numbers are average. They're they're a little better than average. So, I mean, for where he is comparable to other quarterbacks, but it's it's the product that you see, I think, that Mm -hmm. keeps people a little bit uh, nervous with Kenny. I want to see consistency. I want to see Kenny stick around in the pocket. I want to see Kenny, uh, you know, again, put together two uh, two or more series a game together yeah. to where you're confident. You're like, oh, shit, we just scored 17 points in three three drives. So mm-hmm. these are the things that you're going to want to see. These are the things that, yeah, again, I, I just – at this point, I thought we were going to start seeing it. The, the, part of the, the fact that we're not really seeing that part of it come together, the actual physical product on the field, that's the part that's concerning yeah. me. I don't think – I'm not too terrified by his numbers, but, again – it's what I see when I sit down on Sundays to watch him play. But um, what about you, Derpy? Anything before we get ready to take off, man? Let's go Pens. That's right. Shit. I, for- I forgot after we talked about it. I forgot. Opening night. Let's go Let's go sit in the boys. Give me, give me a prediction on the score, Mike. Penguins, Blackhawks. It's almost three, impossible for hockey, but what's it going to be? Three to two. <laughs> three to two. I feel that what too. I was thinking. What, Derpy, what's your pick? That's That was actually my pick. Three two. How weird because I was thinking that too. I think that's like the most common score everyone gives for a hockey prediction. It's gonna be like seven to one or some shit, you know? Right, seven to one Chicago. Yeah. (laughs) Just 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 to keep keep Pittsburgh in check. Yeah, but we we do want to. no one, yeah, wants to keep, no one wants to see the Pittsburgh fans happy this year in any sport, apparently. I, I guess. I do want to thank everybody, though, for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you. Yes, every one yes, of you. We, we, do. we really do. We wouldn't. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. Everybody on the board, Steeler Freak P, Big Mike, anybody, any, if there's anybody I missed, I apologize, but thank you. Everybody on the board, love having you on, as always. Uh, so anything else, guys? If that's everything, we're going to uh, go ahead and bounce. I got nothing. Let's go, Pens. Derpy. Um, let's go pens. Don't worry right. about Sunday. Let's go. All right. Wait, what's Sunday? So don't worry about this week. Yeah, that's it, man. Just enjoy some hockey. Maybe that maybe that's yes, all we need. Little, that's hockey, all we exactly. need here in Pittsburgh is a little bit of hockey. Yeah, just watch hockey. Put Calm us down. Let the Steelers take the week off and yeah. uh, you know, we we'll we re- we'll regroup. We'll we'll be able to regroup. Well, there you go, everybody. So if that's it, Mike, Derpy, good. Good. Yep. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for checking us out. For Derpy, Mike, myself, the two dumb units. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>